Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. From KMOX Sports. Okay, boys, here we go. Welcome to the Great Bar Sports Open Line. Those bit swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Great Bar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Let's go. Now from Cardinal Spring Training in Jupiter, Florida and the T.R. Hughes Holmes Broadcast Center, here's Matt Pauley. We do come your way on a Friday evening. It is great to have you with us. It is Sports Open Line live from Jupiter, Florida. We've got you for the next two hours as we take you till 8 o'clock this evening, wrapping up what's been a really fun week's worth of shows, and we will continue to broadcast live from Jupiter here on KMOX throughout the duration of Cardinals Spring Training. As you just heard, we are coming your way from the T.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center, and we've got a lot coming up over the next two hours on the program in about uh, 10 minutes or so, we are going to be joined by uh, baseball insider Jesse Rogers. He's one of our favorite people to talk to. He uh, works for uh, ESPN. We'll get his thoughts on uh, everything going on in baseball, specifically uh, some Hall of Fame news and uh, some arbitration news. We'll get to those things in uh, just a moment or so. Later on this hour, we'll hear uh, from Blues coach Craig Berube. He spoke with the media. Blues on a little bit of a roll now. We'll see if they can uh, continue. They've obviously done this a few times this year, but they've not been able to sustain it. Not out of the realm of possibility that they make a run to the playoffs, but still not uh, overly likely either. In the uh, second hour of the show, uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, Ryan Helsley. We'll talk a little bit about Scott Rowland and uh, also uh, Daniel Esteve from Fox 2 and Channel 11. He'll join us in the 7 o'clock hour, and we will hear from uh, Oliver Marmel. He had his uh, daily media briefing earlier today, and uh, we will uh, play some of the cuts from that coming up at about uh, 7.20 or so. You can stay tuned for that. So the news of the day, a few things I want to get to. Uh, first off, we found out that Scott Rowland is going to go into the Hall of Fame as a Cardinal. What that means is the plaque in Cooperstown will have a Cardinals logo on it. There had been some talk about him maybe going in as a Philly or going in without a logo on the cap. And for a while, it seemed maybe, I don't know if likely is the word, but certainly it seemed like a, a very distinct possibility that he was going to go in uh, with nothing on there. I I never thought he was going to go in as a Philly. I just didn't. He he accomplished too much with the Cardinals uh, when it comes to the number of gold gloves, when it comes to winning a World Series championship, when it comes to arguably his greatest season. He did all of that with the Cardinals. So even though he won Rookie of the Year with the Phillies, and even though he played more games with the Phillies than he did the Cardinals, you can make the argument, I think it's a pretty easy argument to make, that he accomplished more with the Cardinals. So for me... I always thought it was either going to be Cardinals or blank. And 
yesterday or earlier today, if you would have pushed me on it, I think I may have just slightly leaned towards him going in blank. Uh, just because he, look, he, he accomplished a lot with the Phillies and he played more games with the Phillies than the Cardinals. And, um, yeah, there's there, there's a lot that he did as a member of the Phillies. But uh, Cardinals fans can be happy. I think we all can be happy that uh, he is going to go in as a member of the Cardinals, and uh, he makes that decision. On the other side of things, Fred McGriff, he is going with the blank cap. And uh, he, for me, I'm 40. I was born in 1982. So uh, with all due respect to when he was playing with Toronto, starting in 86 when I was four years old, and even when he was playing with uh, San Diego starting then uh, when I wasn't even 10 years old, for me, Fred McGriff's an Atlanta Brave and a Chicago Cub. And I know he actually didn't spend that much time with the Cubs, but I, I relate him most to Atlanta and second most to the Cubs. Uh, he, he spent more time with Tampa than he did the Cubs, uh, spent more time with, uh, with San Diego, or excuse me, with Toronto as well before wrapping up his career with the Dodgers. But he makes the decision to go in with the blank cap. So McGriff goes in with the blank cap, and Roland goes in with the Cardinals cap. We'll talk uh, much more about that coming up uh, next hour. The other bit of news, Ryan Helsley, he loses his arbitration hearing to the Cardinals, and he talked about that today a little bit. Uh, we'll have some of that audio for you next hour. I just, I will continue to say this. I will continue to scream this as loud as I can, proverbially, not literally, uh, figuratively, not literally, but I will continue to yell to the high heavens that the current arbitration system, where you go to an arbitration hearing and you listen to your bosses tell you why you don't deserve to get paid the money you want to get paid. I think it is horrible for baseball. I think it's horrible for the relationships. Uh, Ryan Helsley took the high road today. He, was, he, he admitted that he was a little bit disappointed with some of the things that was said about him. Uh, his durability was brought up. His ability to pitch uh, back-to-back games was brought up. Things like that. Just stuff that you don't need to hear your bosses say about you. Right? Like, none of us are perfect. I am sure there are things that my bosses think about me that they, uh, they are not going to bring up if we are ever in some sort of a salary negotiation. Now, if it's like an air check or if it's, uh, you know, if, if you are getting uh, constructive feedback and constructive criticism, that's one thing. But using those type of things to uh, defend yourself and not paying somebody a certain amount of money, that's not good. That's not good. And it's normalized in baseball and it's just not Good. We'll talk much more about that coming up next hour as well. Again, uh, we're going to be joined by Jesse Rogers in just a moment or so. Uh, Craig Berube cuts later this hour. Daniel Esteve next hour. Oliver Marmel cuts next hour. We've got a lot to get to. This is a very, very, very busy Friday edition of a Gray Bar Sports Open Line here on KMOX. As always, if you want to chime in, what are your thoughts on uh, Scott Rowland going in as a Cardinal? You can text in 314-436-7900. You can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air. What are your thoughts on the uh, arbitration situation for Ryan Helsley? Same deal. Text in, tweet in, and we'll uh, look at those uh, later on. And when it comes to tweeting, just a blatant, shameless plug during the course of uh, spring training practices and workouts and everything, I'm constantly tweeting photos and videos and things like that that I think you might enjoy. So uh, hopefully you're following me at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Jesse Rogers joins us next. My name is Matt Pauley. We are at T.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center in Jupiter. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is America's Sports Voice. KMOX. Sports Open Line does continue. We broadcast live from Jupiter, Florida, and the T.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center right across the street from Roger Dean Stadium. My name is Matt Pauley. We're very happy to welcome onto the program one of our favorite people to talk baseball with. He is a MLB insider with ESPN. You follow him on Twitter at Jesse Rogers ESPN. Jesse, thanks so much for the time. How are you? I'm doing well. We should talk Monday because I'll be in Jupiter to see those Cardinals firsthand. Um, I think they're going to be the favorites again. I think I can go out on a limb and say that in the Central Division. I predict another appearance for you on KMOX in the relatively near future. <laughs> I, I should not have uh, mentioned that, I guess. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll let's say hello on Monday for sure. All right, very good. Uh, let's start with the Hall of Fame news today. Scott Rowland makes the decision to go in as a Cardinal. He clearly accomplished things as a Philly, rookie of the year, played more games as a Philly than a Cardinal, but probably had more accomplishments overall as a Cardinal. Any surprise that it's Cardinals as opposed to maybe no image the way Fred McGriff is going? I mean, maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit. I I will say when I think of Scott Rowland, I think of him as a Cardinal probably more than I do the Philly. I mean, that's just the first thing that pops into my head. I think of him as a, as a mainstay at third base for the Cardinals. So in that respect, if you think of it that way, then maybe, maybe maybe it shouldn't be that surprising. So maybe that's the first image that pops into his head as well. 
Um, but I'll say a little bit because most of these players like to play it down the middle and not tick off a fan base. So I guess I'm a little surprised, but in my mind, he's a Cardinal. That's the way I, that's why I remember him. How do you remember Fred McGriff? Well, Fred McGriff was a consummate professional hitter. I mean, that's exactly what he was at a time when, you know, the steroids really wasn't a, a thing for players. Like you, you saw his body, his, he, he didn't blow up. He didn't. He probably didn't lift weights, right? He was a, he was a tall, kind of lanky guy, and just a consummate professional hitter. Um, I'm the guy. It is my first year voting this year uh, for the Hall of Fame, so I'm, I'm one of those guys that's more likely to vote more guys in than less. I think it should be a, a museum that grows every year. It doesn't have to be stingy and stuff in terms of letting guys in. So I'm fine with McGriff. I'm fine with Roland. I voted seven. You can vote up to ten. I voted seven in, including Roland. Um, I would have voted for McGriff if I had a, a, a chance at the time. So I like the idea that the Hall of Fame grows. The Probably the biggest story in baseball the last couple of days has been some of these arbitration results and the hearings and the animosity. Corbin Burns of the Brewers really went off on the team yesterday. Ryan Helsley was much more reserved today, but you could tell he was bothered by some of the things that, was, that were said about him inside of the hearing. How much of a problem is this, that there's this system where you literally stand in a room and listen to your bosses tell you why you don't deserve what you want? not great it's not great and and players and agents and even executives have all talked like uh, about abolishing it and uh, they didn't do it the last time around maybe they will in the next labor agreement um it's not great but you can mend fences you can mend fences i mean you know, this is the first and probably only time a player will hear something bad from his own team right it just it just you don't hear that usually it's hey our guy's great we love our guy we're propping him up right especially in, in well i mean it, it's a private thing but it becomes public so um, to to hear that firsthand is tough. It's 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 not something um, that happens all the time with these players, these elite athletes. They usually hear the good things. So it's a weird, awkward situation, especially when it doesn't sound like it's a lot of money at stake. Of course, for you and I, it is, but for for the league and for the sport, it's, it doesn't sound like a lot of money. But um, uh, you know, the union has a job to do to get the most for its players. The agent has a job to do. So I get why they go to a hearing, but. That the system probably needs to be replaced. It's probably long overdue, and maybe the next time around they'll they'll address it because um, it, it's not going away. I mean, there, there's this happens every year. There's some hurt feelings. Some become more public than others, but it does happen every year. It's the honestly, it's the manager's job at times. I think to mend the fence because Craig Council needs to get the most out of Burns, and it's his job to sort of do that. Um, the front office is they, you know they wear a suit and tie for a reason, but. Anybody in uniform, that's a family. And I think that, you know, hopefully Burns will get past it. And, and that's counsel's job to get him to, in the right frame of mind to pitch. Do you, are you hearing anything? Do you think there's any possibility that a, a Corbin Burns could be traded at some point this year? I'm going to say no. I mean, we, we, this becomes, you know, a headline making thing in the moment. Now, Look, if it, if it continues to be bad blood, that's a different story. But you assume, you would assume time. You know, we'll, we'll make make the difference here, and you get to the regular season. He starts pitching. I, I I don't think this leads to a trade necessarily because this is a system that the team. I'm sorry, the the players' association in the league bargained for. This is this is the system that the players signed off on. So, uh, I, if he takes it personally, I just think that's a mistake. That's only going to hurt him. So, I don't think this forces a trade. But I'm I, I don't know the inner workings of the Brewers in terms of coming off of this moment let's see how it plays out over time 
Um, but if he demands one, that's a different story. Jesse Rogers from ESPN is continuing to join us on the sports open line here on KMOX. Uh, you're, you're based in Chicago. You, you follow the Cubs very closely. I'm of the belief that the Cubs have done enough this offseason that they've kind of just barely slightly moved past the Brewers. I think the Cubs are the second best team in the division. Is there is there a level of optimism right now around that club? I mean, there is if you talk to them, certainly, and there's a certain portion of the fan base which I think has been ahead of this rebuild. Usually a team needs to get fans on board, but the fans have been ahead of it. The The, the front office has said, has said slow down a little bit. I don't think they're quite ready. They're certainly not fully formed. I think you could squint and, and see them pushing the Cardinals if a bunch of things go right. Um, the Cardinals just have to play to the back of their baseball cards. Cody Bellinger has to play the back of his baseball card from 2018 or 19, <laughs> right? Hosmer has to find the fountain of youth. So, a bunch of things have to happen that haven't happened in recent years with some players. Even Trey Mancini didn't have a great finish to last season. So there's a scenario. They've become a good little pitching machine quietly. The Cubs have developed pitchers, something they weren't doing a few years ago. Um, I agree with you. I think they can move past Milwaukee, uh, especially what they've done offensively. They've sort of balanced their lineup, uh, and if Bellinger returns to anything like previous for him, that, that certainly is going to go a long way because they need some left-handed slug. But I, I think they're an 81-win team, and the Cardinals are probably a 90-win team, and that's just, you know, without even diving deep into the numbers, there's probably an 8-9-10 to nine, 10 difference between the teams. I know Wilson Contreras is still a, a beloved figure in Chicago, but he has said some things that I, I would think Cubs fans might not like. At his press conference, he talked about imagining being a Cardinal when he saw Pulis hit number 695, and then this past week he talked about the fact that he had a Yadier Molina jersey, and going into free agency he was wearing that jersey, and he asked his wife how it looked. I mean, he's, he's, he's saying all the things that Cardinal fans want him to hear. Does that get back to Chicago at all? I mean, is there any response to Cubs fans on the things that Contreras is saying right now? He was so beloved here. I think when they hear him say that, they blame the front office more than him. I mean, after all, they did not give him an offer of any any kind for the last several years. He had nothing to turn down. They didn't even try to lowball him. They just didn't want him. So I'm not sure how Cub fans would be upset at any of that. Remember, Pujols hit that home run late in the year when Wilson Contreras knew he wasn't going to be a Cub again. Uh, you know, it'd be one thing if he said that and he had two years remaining, you know, before he became a free agent. So I don't think they blame him for that. And, and who wouldn't wear a Yachty catch uh, a jersey if, if you're a free agent? So I, I, I don't think so. I, I really don't. And now there's no, you know, it depends. If, if he, his first time back in Chicago, he just, you know, rips the fans. That's a different story. Right now, yeah. you know, the bitterness is towards the team. They just didn't want him. And that's a tough, tough pill to swallow. But as I said at the time, man, he didn't slink away to the Marlins. He joined one of the best organizations in the game and signed a huge deal. So the Cubs should have egg on their face because they just, you know, turned over a pretty good offensive catcher to their arch rival. And um, we'll see what happens here. But, you know, they just, I don't think, wanted him to be the leader of this young team coming out of a rebuild. Where in St. Louis, I don't think he's going to be asked to be the guy when you have Goldschmidt and Arenado and other guys there. So you could say different situations for each team but it still stings for Cub fans to see him wearing Cardinal red. You broke the story this past week that the extra inning runner at second was going to remain, and it's not just a one-year deal thing anymore. This is the way it's going to be moving forward. 
Baseball fans tend not to like this, but it's one of these things that uh, players and managers really seem to like, and now all of a sudden it's something that's not going to be going away. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I love all the other changes. I really do. I don't love this one. They didn't even consider leaving it as regular baseball for a couple innings and then going the man on second. They didn't say, we'll do it for another couple years and see how. They just ripped the Band-Aid off and said, we're doing this Little League gimmick thing. I'll get used to it. I mean, a small percentage of games go to extra innings. I can fool myself into thinking both teams hit a double to lead off the inning and we'll go from there. I I just think that they just wanted to get get rid of it, wanted to get past it, just rip the Band-Aid off. And, you know, people be ticked off. And instead of year to year, they keep renewing it. Just make it permanent and, and take the criticism and move on. I mean, you can't find anybody within the game that's really against it. Players get paid the same if they play 10 innings or 18 innings, and they get home earlier if it's 10 innings, right? Executives hate it because they have to deal with roster moves after 18 innings. Owners don't get, you know, don't sell concessions in the 18th, 15th, 14th innings, so they don't care. Like, there's really nobody in the game that cares. And when you consider they're making these other changes, I think they just said, let's just do them all at once. Let's do all the big ones at once, and we'll take the, the heat for it, and we'll move on. I think that's why they made it permanent instead of taking the heat every year. They'll just do it once and, and get, get past it. So, again, I don't love it, but I started to get used to it, and I'll just, I'll just live with it like the rest of us. Last thing for you, the RSN situation is still very much up in the air. In St. Louis, the Cardinals are on a, a Bally Sports Network. With the Cubs, they've got their own network, the Marquee Sports Network. And I know Sinclair is kind of involved in that, but it seems yeah. to be different than everything else. Uh, do, have you heard anything? Are, are other teams at least having some conversations with the Cubs about what they do and, and the infrastructure and everything that they had to put together to create their own network? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know that they are, but it would it would make sense. It certainly would make sense. Now, I, I don't think that every team can do it, right? There's a reason the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Cubs. It's it's a it's a very uh, uh, expensive thing to, to to put together. In fact, the Cubs lost a ton of money because their first year with their own network was 2020, and you know all hell hell broke loose in terms of the finances of the game. So I, I don't know if it's a model for everyone. I, I I'm not sure. I mean, St. Louis probably could with could do it right i mean that that fan base is rabid and and everything so i do think that teams are are sort of exploring what what exactly they're going to do taking it in-house is 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 pretty a huge task but it's pretty amazing i'm i was at cubs camp today and i mean marquee is everywhere they're covering everything so if you're a fan you love it i mean every batting practice every pitch everything that they do every every bullpen session so it certainly is an all-encompassing um, thing, but it's it's a, it's a major task. And it, I, I, I think the bigger markets, there's a reason they have their own network. I'm not sure which ones can withstand it, but I, I know that they are investigating where we go from here, and maybe that model is something that they're talking to the Cubs about. He is Jesse Rogers. You read him, you see him at ESPN, at Jesse Rogers ESPN on Twitter. Jesse, we'll see you in Jupiter here in a couple days. Thank you so much for your time. You got it. Make sure you say hello. Take care. All right, very good. There's Jesse Rogers joining us on the program, and we appreciate him taking a, a couple moments with him. And, yeah, he's going to be here next week. So a prediction. We may hear from Jesse Rogers again, maybe on Countdown to Opening Day uh, at some point in the next uh, week or so as he is out here. We're at that point now in spring where a lot of the national folks are starting to uh, roll through here in Jupiter. When we come back, we'll switch gears. We'll talk some Blues hockey. The Blues are uh, back in action tomorrow. They've won three straight, and uh, we got a lot to get to when it comes to the Blues. We'll do that next, including hearing 
from uh, Craig Berube in just a moment. It's Sports Open Line on KMOX. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Graybar Sports Open Line. Goes mid swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Graybar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Let's go. Now from Cardinal Spring Training in Jupiter, Florida, and the T.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center, once again, Matt Pauley. We do continue on. It is dark outside here in Jupiter. Sports producer extraordinaire Matt Pajeski. Has it gotten dark yet in St. Louis? It has, okay. <laughs> Thank you for expounding on that. We're at the point now where it's uh, it's staying uh, a little bit lighter, a little bit longer. But, yes, it is uh, it is indeed dark here uh, in Florida as we take you through this program. Got a text message. It's a good question. I, I, I really like this question uh, from the 256. I don't even know where that is. Does a player have to be at his arbitration hearing, or can they just send their agent? Yes, they can send their agent. They don't have to be there. And... A lot of players do not go to their arbitration hearings, but a lot of players do, and a lot of players make the decision that they do want to go. I, I, I don't know if it's the attitude of, you know what, if they're, if they're going to say this stuff about me, well, then they're going to say it to my face. Or just the idea of, man, I want to hear exactly what they are going to say. I want to, have, I want to participate in this activity that is going to help determine uh, how much money I'm going to make this upcoming season. So I don't think it's so much not trusting the agent, but a lot of players do want to be at their arbitration hearings. And, you know, for Ryan Helsley, it was it was a significant difference because it was basically $3 million versus $2 million. He's going to make a little bit more than $2 million. When you think about, you know, that's a, 
That's 33% difference on the two sides. When we talk about what happened yesterday with Corbin Burns, it was a $700,000 difference, which is not that far off from a $900,000 difference, but the percentage is different. Uh, for Corbin Burns, it was $10.1 million versus $10.8 million. So at that point, that amount of money is such a small percentage increase over what they were talking about. That's that's the wild one. Like, I don't... I don't like arbitration. I don't I don't like teams going to arbitration hearings, but at least with Helsley, the the difference between the two was was somewhat significant uh just based off percentage where the one uh with Milwaukee was just such a small percentage overall of the uh of of the total salary. But what do I know? I'm here talking on the radio. I'm not running major league baseball baseball operations. All right, let's uh, shift gears for a little bit. We'll get right back to baseball in our next segment and then a lot of baseball uh, next hour as well. Daniel Esteve is going to join us. We'll hear from Oliver Marmel. But wanted to talk some Blues hockey is the Blues. Uh, they keep winning. They beat the Devils yesterday by a 4-2 score. They have now scored 16 goals in their last three games, so they are uh, they are playing well. Uh, Craig Berube had some uh, general thoughts uh, about the way his uh, team did play in that game. Well, I- Third period, we didn't give up one scoring chance, so that's like the that, biggest huh? takeaway I take in the hockey game. And they're, a, I think they're one of the best third period teams in the. Well, they got the most comeback wins. We, you know, that's their fourth loss on the road. So it was a good hockey team. They're a good hockey team. Was there any key to to, to your third or? Uh, reloading, reloading, getting above things. Our forwards, our D were tight, killed plays. You know. You know, just stuff like that. Good sticks coming in our zone. Mm-hmm. You know, like guys were aware and stopping in our zone and doing a good job and just keeping things on the outside and getting their sticks and pucks and their bodies in the in, in the lanes of the sh- of the shot. It's just little things like that. But it all starts, you know, with reloading and getting above things with it by our forwards. Craig Berube also had a bit of an update when it comes to uh, Tory Krug. Yeah, he's okay. I think we'll see how he is tomorrow. Um, can't really comment on if he's a player or not. We'll see. Something else, something maybe happened last night. Yeah. Re-aggravate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So related to the previous thing? No, it's not happened? related. Uh, but again, something happened. Yeah, yeah. But uh, obviously, you have all the confidence in uh, Rosen if he's going <clears> to be put in that spot. Huh? Yeah, he's. You know, he played twenty minutes last night. Did another good job for us. You know, with his play. Again, he's doing a great job using his feet and his puck movement and things like that. He's tight on people, closing plays out. And now they're going to uh, move on to their next game, which is coming up tomorrow. They're going to match up against a very good Colorado team. It's always a battle in Colorado. They're obviously a great team. We all know that. Got some really high-end players. So um, I expect a good game. Um, competitive game. We've got to be highly competitive. We've got to be physical. You you can't rest anywhere on the ice when you're playing Colorado. You, you have to be alert. You've got to be anticipating and be on your toes the whole game. Any similarities with them to maybe what you saw last night? Or are they two um, different teams? I guess maybe is, from a speed element, I guess. Oh, from a speed element for sure. Obviously uh, with, with McKinnon and guys like that. But... Uh, little bit of a heavier team we're going to face tomorrow, I think, for sure. Um, but, you know, looking at Jersey, that's a big decor they have back there. Not a lot of room out there, but uh, 
Again, you know, when we play Colorado, they're fast games, they're highly competitive, they're physical, so I expect, you know, a lot of the same. And they're always tight usually, aren't they? Yeah, they're always good games. Um, you know, it's going to be, I think, a lot of good energy in the building tomorrow. Look, I'm not trying to put the card in front of the horse, and you don't win a championship, you don't make it to the playoffs on a three-game winning streak. Maybe I'm wrong on this. We've seen a lot of spurts from them this year. I predicted one when uh, when Vladimir Tarasenko and Ryan O'Reilly first got injured. I thought the team would kind of start winning some games and then would fall off, and that's exactly what ended up happening. So the same sort of thing might be happening right now uh, post the uh, Tarasenko trade. But they're, it's not out of the realm of possibility that they make it into the playoffs. They've got, they've got a, a tall ladder to climb up. They're at 55 points. Minnesota is the team with the least amount of points in a playoff spot. They've got 61, so they're six points behind a playoff spot. They've got two other teams between them and Minnesota, Calgary and Nashville, uh, both sitting in front of them. So not impossible, not likely. Let's see what's going to happen here over the next uh, few weeks before we uh, really jump on this thing. But good to see them playing some pretty good hockey. All right, so I made you a promise on Wednesday. I did not follow through on that promise yesterday. I'll follow through in just a moment. More details coming up here on KMOX. Hi, it's Matt Pauley. I'm in Jupiter, Florida, covering Cardinal Spring Training. Stay up to date with my reports from Redbirds Camp, mornings and afternoons, and sports open line weeknights from the T.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center. Spring Training coverage, sponsored in part by Norm's Bargain Barn. On your home of the Cardinals, KMOX. Into our final segment of our number one of tonight's sports open line here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley. We are uh, continuing to come your way from Jupiter, Florida and the T.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center. So I accidentally lied to you a couple days ago. It was not done on purpose. I guess in the moment I was not lying, it retroactively turned into a lie. And I'm going to try to fix that right now. So. A couple days ago, during Countdown to Opening Day on Wednesday night, we had to dump out of Countdown a little bit early because we had SLU basketball. They were tipping off at 8 o'clock, so we had coverage at uh, a little bit after 7.45. So the final segment or so of Countdown to Opening Day, we did not air for you here on KMOX. We had it on the Cardinal Radio Network, but not locally. As we dumped out of Countdown to Opening Day, I said to you, we will play the final segment that uh, was myself and Mike Claiborne talking through a few things that we would play it for you the next day, which would have been yesterday. Did I remember to play it for you yesterday? No, I did not. I absolutely forgot. I had zero recollection of the fact that I had told you that I was going to do that. It completely left my mind. And then literally today, I am sitting I am eating lunch, and I'm kind of putting things together in my head, and it just hit me. I didn't play back the final segment of Countdown to Opening Day like I said I was going to do on yesterday's Sports Open Line. So I will do that now. And uh, always enjoy uh, one of the one of the like biggest benefits, and I'm not just saying this to like kiss anybody's backside. One of the biggest benefits of this job at KMOX and being back in St. Louis is the fact that I do get to work alongside Mike Claiborne. It is so much fun to be able to do radio with him. So I always like sharing our conversations more than anything else because of what he has to say. So 
uh, we were talking as we wrapped up uh, countdown to opening day earlier in the week, and we were talking about John Mozeliak because uh, much earlier in the week it was announced that he had signed the two-year contract extension to stay with the Cardinals, and now he has three years left on his deal. But during the press conference, there was a lot of talk kind of about getting the organization ready for what it's going to be like when he's no longer in that role and making sure that the people who are currently inside of the organization uh, get exposed to what Mosellock is doing on a day-to-day basis just to uh, help prepare them. So uh, that was the first thing I talked about with uh, with Klaibs in this segment, just uh, the fact that the uh, Cardinals organization does seem to be uh, moving in a direction that they are getting people ready for the eventual departure of John Mosellock, whenever that might be, probably a few years down the road. You know, it's a good situation to be in. Um, you know, John is really put this thing together in a manner where there are multiple people who are in a position to to take over uh, and and maintain the template that's been established. Now, I'm sure when whoever takes over, and that's down the road, they'll tweak it a little bit because the game will will require that. But overall, the way things are working, I think Mo wants to step back and get involved in some other projects because he's, he trusts the people he has working with him now, and, and they can assume a lot more responsibility. Uh, it, it's a good situation for the organization. And, you know, when you think about what he's had, his impact, never having a losing season, being in postseason most of the time, uh, engineering some of the greatest trades in the history of this organization. I mean, you think about Arenado and Goldschmidt and, and Wainwright, three deals that he was involved in. Uh, as an assistant general manager with Wainwright. But when you think about all the people that he's been involved in in the growth of this organization, I mean, his fingerprints are all over it. And now he's been able to develop a core group of other people within the organization that understand what it takes. And I think he's leaving this organization in good hands uh, well beyond. Uh, I think the biggest project he's going to undertake, obviously, is maintaining the competitiveness of this team. But, you know, they're going to do a whole new build-out here in spring training here at Roger Dean at the facility. And that's going to require a lot of time and attention to make sure it's done and done in the right manner where this place will still be relevant 20 years from now. I was thinking about this. The Cardinals spend money, but they don't spend Dodgers money. They don't spend Mets money. Is there another organization in baseball, maybe Tampa to a certain extent, but even Tampa, they have step-back years. The Cardinals don't have step-back years. Is there another organization that does a better job of being relevant every single year without the big-time, big-money resources? No. Uh, There have been some teams that have tried it, uh, but I don't think they've had the consistency that the Cardinals have been able to maintain. You, You bring up Tampa Bay. Uh, they did it on the low end because they didn't have a choice. So they were important in making sure they did a good, good job of scouting along with this. The Cardinals never had that top-end draft choice. They were always drafting in the 20s, okay? They never had a crack at a guy, a second or third pick like Tampa did, and Tampa was able to really build with them, those players. Uh, I think the way they've done it and remained consistent and not had the rebuild says a lot about what they've been able to do from a scouting standpoint and a development standpoint. They will put guys on. If they draft you, get ready to be on the fast track. They do not baby guys. I mean, the the one guy, and I think the best example is Jordan Walker, 20 years old. He's on fast track. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a guy that can make this ball club and, and probably will. And you have a lot of other teams that, well, we want to bring them along. And now teams are a little bit more adventurous where they'll run a guy out there. But I really feel like the way they've been able to maintain and not, as you mentioned, spend Dodger or Met money 
uh, just says a lot about the whole organization from a scouting to development and tradition that has made the Cardinals probably as unique of an organization as there is maybe in sports. Because if you look at every other sport, and the other sports have salary caps, okay? So that kind of slows you down as far as what you can do. We don't have salary caps in baseball. You may have a budget, but that's different because you're not accountable to the league. So in this situation, you just have to be smart with your money and not, I I guess one of the things, and he kind of talked about it the other day, you don't react to what somebody else does. You know, we, oh, they signed this guy. Oh, we got to go out and get that guy. The Cardinals have never done that. They'd say, well, that's great that they got him, but this is what we're looking for, and we're going to find a way to make that work. You mentioned the build-out, and they're essentially, outside the actual stadium, they're, they're tearing stuff down, and they're rebuilding everything. In two years, this is going to look like a completely different uh, spring training facility. But we're at a place right now, especially when you get down to Arizona and see some of the facilities that have been built out there, it's an arms race when it comes to these spring training facilities. Well, it really is, and, you know, you need land because you want to keep everybody under one roof. Uh, when it comes to your minor league operation and your your rehab areas and things of that nature, your instructional leagues, you want it all under one roof. Uh, weight rooms have become more in vogue these days because guys lift weights more. You've got more of a performance side of the organization that needs more space. Uh, the clubhouses, you know, some of these clubhouses are palatial uh, when you look at the big leagues down here. So they're just trying to keep up because you have to remember, they really haven't done much other than paint this place since 1998. They've always maintained it in a very clean and ethical manner, but never from a structural standpoint have they made a lot of improvements. So it's a good time to do it. And it'll take a year and a half, maybe two. I don't know where we'll be working out next year, but get a good look at this setup because come May 1st, it all starts to come down. I always think it's important that people understand the implications of all this. There's an office building across the way where the media room is. They've taken out some of those offices and put a minor league uh, strength room over there. Next to uh, our studio over there, you can hear guys throwing weight around. We're looking at a tent right now where there's bikes out. I mean, they are, they're trying to build out in the most creative ways possible. That's not sustainable. No, it's not. I mean, and, you know, players... You pick the sport, and for some reason, recruiting now, when you look at college and you look at free agency and different sports, they're always trying to improve the facilities because they want to be one step ahead of the next guy and make it feel like a place you want to be at before, during, and after the games. What's the thing in this next week that you want to see? Nobody get hurt. (laughs) I think that's a good start because, listen, all we're going to do is watch some guys play catch and see uh, how – their fastballs working and this and that. There's not going to be any hitters in the box. They're not going to throw a lot of live BP. You just don't want anybody tweaking anything. You don't want to hear a guy talk about he had a twinge in his elbow. You start talking about that and you just get the Tommy John thing set up. So I think the key is just don't get hurt. All right, so I did follow through just one day late. That was our uh, final segment of uh, Countdown to Opening Day from a Wednesday night. But if you were listening on KMOX, you did not hear it because we had to uh, dump out a little bit early for uh, for uh, slew basketball. But you were able to hear it uh, right there. And uh, we'll be back with another edition of Countdown to Opening Day this upcoming Wednesday. Uh, we are continuing on an everyday basis to uh, work on things that we're putting together. Uh, for example, I had uh, Ken Rosenthal from Fox Sports and The Athletic got the chance to uh, talk with him earlier today and we'll have that conversation coming up on Wednesday night. In our number 2 tonight, we've got a lot coming your way including a conversation with uh, Daniel Esteve from uh, Fox 2 and Channel 11. We will hear 
hear comments from uh, manager Oliver Marmel. He spoke uh, to the media. Plus, we'll dive in a little bit deeper uh, on the Ryan Helsley arbitration situation and also Scott Rowland's decision to uh, go into the Hall of Fame as a Cardinal. All of that. We've got a very busy second hour. All of that coming up in the uh, 7 o'clock hour. It's Sports Open Line, a gray bar sports open line from our T.R. Hughes Broadcast Center in Jupiter. My name is Matt Pauley on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.